Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast with your host, Dana and Shana. Today, we are hopping on to record an episode about using the gates and seeing the gates in your chart and knowing what the lowest expression of those gates are so that you can transcend that and really embody the highest expression of your gates because that's what we're all here to do. We have these gates in our body graph, these inherent traits and qualities that come naturally to us. And it's our life purpose to really lean into these qualities that we are. And each and every single gate that is in your body graph has a highest expression and a lowest expression like we've talked about a lot on this podcast. So today we wanted to pick some of our most, um, the gates that we think are most transformational and just really break it down for you guys, what that expression looks like from the lowest to the highest and how you can go about tapping into that transcendence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And obviously all of the gates in the body graph are really important and very complex, but these gates that we chose to talk about today, we feel are really important right now, especially with all of the uncertainty that's happening. And, um, we really do find them the most helpful to embody the highest expression right now during this time. So we found throughout all of our readings, kind of a common theme that these gates have been so impactful right away when you can have awareness of them and really know, okay, am I embodying the lowest expression right now, checking yourself and then really doing the practice of um, making sure that you are leaning into that highest expression um, in your everyday life. So we're excited to talk about these gates with you guys and to just see how it helps transform your lives right now. Yeah. And it's really cool. I've been thinking about this idea a lot of when we feel these lower vibrations that come up like fear or separation, which we are all going to really be feeling every once in a while, especially now, while so many things are shifting, so many shadows are coming to light. It's a time where these fears can really pop up. And um, I was listening to this spiritual teacher named Teal Swan, who I really like her, but she's definitely a little bit of an alien. And actually, (laughs) she's a reflector. And she's like this psychic medium. And she can like see all of these different things from different realms. Anyways, Teal Swan, I heard her talking about fear. And she was like, you know, every time you feel a fear come into your life, you can start to reframe that and see that fear as information. And that information is telling you this thing that I have fear over is something I deeply, deeply do not want. So why is that helpful? Knowing what you deeply do not want tells you that the opposite of that thing is what you do want. So let's say you have fear that comes up, like I'm feeling like I'm not going to have enough money and like I'm feeling really scarce and like things are not going to be okay for me financially. So if you have that fear, okay, this is information 
that what I deeply do not want is to feel insecure with my finances and to feel afraid and unsupported with my finances. So that means that the opposite is true for what you do want. You want financial freedom, financial stability. So when that fear pops up about having scarcity, use that as a signpost to say, okay, I can transform this fear by using it as information and understanding that what I actually want is financial security and stability and freedom. And then now I get to choose on focusing on what I do want. So really doing that alchemy, that process of, okay, I'm getting this fear this is a signpost for me. Now I know that I can make this shift. And it actually helped me when I felt that fear because now I'm more connected to what I want. And now I'm more intentional about building my energy towards that thing I want. So I just thought that that was like such a powerful thing. And for me, when fears have been popping up lately with all of the eclipses and all of the different things that are shifting, I've been doing that process and saying, okay, this fear is information about what I don't want. And that shows me what I do want. And now I'm choosing to put my intention on that. Mm, I love that so much because it is the definition of the practice of it, that um, your fears are signposts for you. And we say that all the time in our readings. Um, You know, if you experience this low expression or this fear, that's a signpost to you to do A, B, C, or D and to embody A, B, C, or D. So um, it really is a daily practice. Like I am constantly checking myself. I'm constantly looking for those signposts and then saying, oh, okay, I completely ignored that. Let me choose to shift my focus on what I am wanting to um, embody. So I love it. That's a great way of thinking of it. Um, so Dana, I know that we have so much going on right now with the (laughs) eclipses and with life and just feeling all the feels. And so I guess, should we just like get right into these dates? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited to share this with you guys because this is real transformation. Like if you have any Mm -hmm. of these gates or even if anyone in your life has any of these gates, um, this is so helpful and meaningful at this time, especially to really be able to find um, this higher expression and to see your life transform. So before we get started with these gates, if you are not looking at your chart and you don't know what gates you have, we encourage you to pause this podcast and to go online to mybodygraph.com and enter in your birthday and specific time information and pull up your chart. And when you're looking at your body graph, you can see the image of your body with all of your different chakra centers. And you can see these lines that connect those different shapes, those different centers. And if any part of those lines are red or black, that means that you have that gate. Um, If the gate is black, that means it's a conscious um, trait that you have. And if it's red, it's an unconscious trait that you have. They're both equally as important. And if it's both red and black, that means you have this trait or quality both consciously and unconsciously. So before we even get started, we encourage you to look at your chart and see, okay, do I have any of these four gates that they're going to talk about? Um, And then if I don't, you know, who in my life does that? I can really help shine this light on for them. So Mm -hmm. starting off, we want to start with a big one, which is gate 60. And that is the gate of acceptance. And this is located in your root chakra. 
So if you have gate 60, that means it'll either be illuminated and the little number will be colored in with a circle around it. And then you'll have a little black or red half line there. And if you have a full channel with gate 60, you have this channel, but this gate is still an energy that was is within that channel. Mm -hmm. And gate 60 is big. It is actually my North Node gate. So it's one of my biggest spiritual practices and daily practices to check in with myself with this gate. So gate 60 is all about um, accepting limitations, overcoming limitations, and kind of having this forward progress energy. So Dana actually channeled this perfect analogy for this gate, which is thinking of it like an arrow. So the energy of gate 60 is kind of that energy where you love when you have, have forward progress and you love when you have that momentum going and things are happening and you're making money and changes happening in your life and you're overcoming all of these problems and you just feel like shit's going down. Like you feel good. You feel amazing. You feel on fire. And then you have times where nothing's happening and things aren't getting done and money's not coming in. And it's this time of pause. And in that time of pause, anyone with gate 60 can feel so uncomfortable that you can question anything in your life. You can start you know, going down the spiral of, you know, well, what's wrong with my life? Did I make the wrong decision? Am I with the wrong person? Like, is everything just effed? Like, what, what is the purpose of life even? It can even spur um, or spark, I should say, depression in your life where you just feel completely unenthused in life. And um, you have this kind of melancholy feeling or it can even spark anxiety because you're like, what the hell? Like, I want this stuff to have forward progress and nothing's happening. What's wrong? Like, is, am I going to die? Like literally that's how dramatic it feels with this energy. And anyone who has gate 60 and is listening, you probably are like, holy shit. I hate the pause. I always fight the pause. And literally you've probably had moments in your life where you feel like, am I depressed? What is wrong with me? Do I need to go get help? And so the, the key with gate 60 is in acceptance of the pause, acceptance of the time that nothing is happening. And to think of this energy like an arrow. So when things are happening and you're having all of this forward progress, the arrow is shooting forward and it feels amazing. But there are going to be times where the arrow has to pull back and the pause has to happen. And if you fight that pause and you hold on to it and you say like, what's wrong with my life? Like, I don't want this pause. Things need to be moving. You actually make the pause longer because you're preventing that arrow from, from pulling back. So if you can kind of reframe it and think of that pause time as productive, that when nothing's happening, this is actually forward progress because it's allowing the arrow to pull back to then shoot off again and have that momentum again, even faster. So, um, the practice with this gate, honestly, I forget that, that I'm fighting the pause or I'll have times. I honestly have to check in with myself every few weeks of, of holy crap, I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling like I'm questioning myself or I'm feeling really uncomfortable. Is this the pause? Okay. Let me just be here. Let me embrace this. Let me love this time 
as the pause, as much as I can, as uncomfortable as it is. And let me not rush it. And honestly, the second that I do that, literally it can be the next day I'm back into that forward progress momentum again. But if I, I have had times in my life where I've bought that pause so much that it's become crippling for me where nothing, things don't pick up again because I'm just stuck in this area that I am fighting. So just knowing how powerful it is and proving to yourself how powerful you are just by shifting your awareness and saying, okay, I'm accepting this. I'm accepting this limitation. I'm accepting this time and seeing, proving to yourself how fast things pick up immediately after you do that. It's, it's been shocking to me. I'm still constantly like, holy shit, this works because it really does. And, um, human design is an experiment. So I just encourage you to prove it to yourself, to play around with shifting your perspective, to embrace this time of pause and to know that you're not crazy for feeling like your life is amazing. And then the next second you're questioning everything that you're doing and you feel like you just messed up everything. And what's the meaning of it all? Like that is completely normal for your energy. And so many other people feel this. So it's really just about saying like, Oh, hold on. Wait, this is the pause. I accept it. Okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that COVID right now has sparked that a lot with people, especially in the beginning, people that have gate 60, because there was this initial roadblock that seemed um, unsurmountable. It was out of our control. It's completely stopped a lot of things for people. And that can be really, it can cause depression in people. It can cause anxiety. So really knowing, okay, you know what? This roadblock is okay. COVID is happening. There's nothing I can do about this roadblock. And I'm going to be here now. And that will help you to shift gears. It's not, doesn't mean that COVID is going to go away tomorrow if we all accept it. It just means that things will shift in your world around you and the energy around you to where you're able to continue your momentum, whether that is in a new avenue with your work or whether that is in a new avenue with connecting with your family and friends. It doesn't matter. But the energy shifts as soon as you switch your awareness to acceptance versus fighting. Um, the limitations that are before you. Mm-hmm. And people that have gate 60 like Shayna are badass biatch boss <laughs> bitch energy. They are people that when a question comes, they answer it. When a problem comes, they solve it. When something new comes, that's unknown. They figure it out. They are constantly making progress. They are constantly understanding new things and transforming and overcoming those things that seem like a problem at, at first, but then they find a solution And that feels good to them. And that feels addicting to them. But their true power is when all of that forward progress is not happening, acceptance, leaning in, right? So that's why it's called the gate of acceptance. Yes, you're here to do amazing things and to make all this progress and to have forward motion and to find solutions and to um, overcome things that seem like they're would could stop other people, but really the practice, the spiritual practice, that fear that comes up is, oh no, like am I going to be stuck forever? And in that time, it's just about leaning into acceptance. And I really wanted to say that this um, energy within this gate is cyclical. 
right? It kind of comes in a wave and like all things in life, things grow and then things have to die in order for them to grow again. And when the moon um, waxes on and it's full, it has to wane. And, you know, everything in life has these cycles. And so you understanding that and accepting that puts you in touch with divine timing and puts you in touch with your highest expression. So just knowing, um, you know, that if you have this gate, the most powerful thing that you can do is just be okay and enjoy that time and connect with nature and observe the cycles of nature so that you can understand the cycles that happen within yourself. Mm -hmm. And the, the, I guess, message that Ra Ruhu channeled from the voice, if you know about that with human design, um, that's listed under this gate, the gate of acceptance is the acceptance of limitation is the first step in transcendence. Mm. And that is truth right Mm -hmm. there. The acceptance of limitation is the first step in transcendence. And I just let that sink in. Like that honestly could even be a mantra. If you are really struggling with feeling bad or uncomfortable when you are in that pause, just saying like, okay, I accept limitations to transcend. Mm -hmm. Um, And this pause is productive. My arrow is pulling back. All of those things that you can say out loud to yourself to really just allow yourself to relax. (laughs) I say relax because I know so deeply how this feels. (laughs) So especially as my North node, it's been my biggest lesson. Yeah. um, And my biggest thing that I'm growing towards and learning. So um, I do want to say, you know, it's so easy with any of these gates to get caught up in life and for things to just be happening and, you know, you to just be feeling and just taking every single day at a time that you can forget your awareness and you can forget where you're focusing and not even realizing that you're focusing on the lowest vibration of something. Um, so it really is about every few weeks, even just checking in mm-hmm. saying like, okay, hold on, wait, am I embodying the highest expression of this? And with gate 60, Shana, what would you say is the signpost? Like when you feel this, know that you need to check in and see where you are on the scale of expression. Um, for me, per my personal experience with this, the signpost is anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's that feeling of, oh shit, have I done enough? Or is when I find myself looking for something to problem solve, to make mm-hmm. things keep moving, mm-hmm. when I find myself searching for a hurdle to overcome, that's when I know like, hold on, I don't need to like carry my arrow and like throw it like a spear. That's not what I'm here to do. I'm not here to force my arrow through the air. I'm here to like accept where I'm at. So um, when it comes to, you know, owning a business, when it comes to having, you know, a relationship and a, a u- divine union with someone, it's those times where I find myself feeling like, okay, well, what else can I do next? That pressure from that undefined root center that I have with just gate 60 to make something happen and to overcome something. And then I say, okay, hold on, wait, this is a signpost. I need to accept where I'm at right now. There's nothing that I need to overcome. This is the pause. And I kind of set, uh, set my expectations with that of like, okay, 
I don't need to expect, you know, a bunch of success with my business this week or a bunch of things happening in my relationships um, or a bunch of travel plans going through before COVID. Um, But really just know, okay, you know what? Things are going to be in a stall and that's beautiful. What am I learning here? How can I be here? How can I sit in the uncomfortableness of this all? And how can I make the uncomfortable comfortable? And that lesson with yourself is a practice and is my biggest teacher because I'm learning so much about myself and it really is a process of deconditioning with that. Okay. Well, why do I feel uncomfortable now that I have this awareness? Awareness really does set you free. So if you're still feeling uncomfortable and you have this awareness, then it's like, okay, what can I release to accept this time of pause? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the lowest expression of gate 60 is fighting the pause and being terrified for a break in forward progress. And the highest expression is knowing that you are carried by divine timing when you just accept the natural flow. Um, okay. So next gate we want to talk about is gate 28, which is the gate of the great uh, game player, which I think is like a funny name. Some of these names that Ra'aruhu channeled straight from the voice <laughs> are like the weirdest names, but it's like, okay, cool. The gate of the great game player. Um, so <laughs> gate 28 is coming off of the spleen. So any of the gates that come from the spleen really do have this sense of fear in their lowest expression. And in their highest expression, they have this sense of knowing, of trust, of being able to really have these intuitive senses that guide you. So with gate 28, people who have this, the lowest expression that you can experience is feeling like life is just boring. Life has no meaning. Life has no purpose. It's too late to start now. Um, You probably missed your shot. And, you know, everything that was worth doing, you already didn't do. And now it's too late and you're never going to do it. So once again, it's kind of like this stuck energy, but it really is the fear of running out of time and feeling like, um, you know, you, you missed your shot and that you should have done something in the past. Um, So if ever you really feel that, that is your signpost, that fear that you're feeling is the signpost to say, oh, this is gate 28. And I can transcend this by knowing this signpost is a sign for me to actually do this thing that I'm thinking of, that I feel like it might be too late for. And when I do this thing, I'm going to be taking a big risk because there is time involved and we are on this physical plane. But with the highest expression of this gate, taking these meaningful risks, it brings so much purpose into your life. And any of those things that you're mulling over, like, I wish I could do this, but I feel like I just can't, it's too late for me. Um, Do it anyways. So this one really is kind of like pushing past that fear and taking that meaningful risk and trusting yourself, knowing that if this is something you were called to do, that it is something that is right for you to take a risk on. And in some way, it's going to support you in your path. Yes. Any of the fears coming off of, or the gates, I should say, coming off of your spleen, I like to think of them as um, you are transcending them from fear into trust. So anytime that you can say to yourself, like a mantra, I trust myself, I trust myself, I trust myself, and know that 
if you have this fear popping up, you know, that it's too late, or I should have done this before I had kids or whatever those fears are of running out of time, or even a fear of dying or a fear of, you know, one of your loved ones running out of time, or you having enough time with your loved ones, um, to really say, you know what, I trust myself, I'm present. And if I'm wanting to do this, I'm going to take this risk. And even saying to the universe, like, I am honoring my energy here. Show up for me. I'm going to jump off this cliff. I'm going to take this risk. You better effing catch me, universe. I am here and I'm showing up. Meet me halfway. Um, And really that is you boldly showing the universe energetically when you say that, that um, you boldly are showing up for yourself. And um, it's so incredibly powerful to transcend fear and and to turn it into trust. Like it's one of the best gifts of self-love that you can do for yourself. Mm -hmm. And Shana and I both have open spleens and completely completely open. So no gates at all, but I have felt myself identify incorrectly with this gate before. And I have felt like I want to do this thing, but like, it's too late for me. And I should have done it, you know, years ago. And for me, it was knowing, okay, this is actually not my fear to overcome. But my husband, Jared, does have this gate. And um, for him, like, I really actually like the name of it being the gate of the game player, because it's like, we take life so seriously. And we're so afraid of what might happen if we fail, or if we try, and we don't get to make it happen. But like, life is really just this amazing experience and this amazing school for learning. And it's kind of like, the most important and beautiful dream that you'll ever get to experience. And so it's kind of like knowing, just go for it. Like, what are you so afraid of, you know? And um, really any of these gates coming off of the spleen, it's all about trusting yourself and transcending that fear. And when you do, when you are embodying the highest expression of this gate, gate 28, you are someone who just goes for it you take meaningful risks and you end up kind of like winning the game of life and doing these amazing things and um, never looking back. And um, so if you have this gate, gate 28, the signpost for you is I want to do this thing, but I feel like it's too late for me. And if you feel that the way that you transcend that fear is by going for it and taking that meaningful risks and jumping off that cliff and telling the universe better show up for me. Um, and when you do that, that is you stepping into your power and really living out the highest expression of this gate. Yes. Be a dive in bitch. Mm-hmm. Like literally <laughs> that phrase, I need to get a t-shirt made because yeah. I'm, that thinking, is- I'm thinking crop top, like maybe like <laughs> a white crop top that says dive in bitch. And I would wear it. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think (laughs) I don't ever wear clothes with words on them, but I mean, I guess I'd have to, but no, seriously, be a diamond bitch. (laughs) Okay. So the next gate that we want to talk about is gate 57. So this is the gate of intuitive insight. And this, we've talked about this a few times on the podcast here and there with interviews with people and things. So we just wanted to really, um, talk about this now because the fear side of this gate is having a fear of the future and being afraid of what the future is going to bring or being afraid that you're not going to do the right thing at the right time. Or what if you say the wrong thing? Um, and the way that you master this gate 
is by being super present in the moment and not questioning yourself, not editing yourself, really just trusting that the things that you feel, that little voice inside that's telling you this is right, this is wrong, um, is guiding you and is meant to be shared. So this is like the main intuitive gate. So if you have the 857, you have a lot of potential to really build your intuition, whether that's through channeling, you know, um, past lives or like even having that future insight for what's going to happen for other people even. So, um, it's interesting because we've met with an array of people where some really resonate with being super intuitive. And they're like, yeah, I've always known that I've always been able to sense things that are going to happen. And they say it so casually. And then we've met with other people who have this gate and they're like, what? Like I haven't, um, I guess allowed myself to, feel this. It's been something that I've shut down. So I just want to encourage you, if you are listening, wherever you are on that scale to turn up the volume with your intuition. And you can do that through writing it down. You can do that through, um, not editing yourself, not editing your thoughts, not editing the things that just pop up for you. Um, and by trusting yourself, checking in with your, your senses and being really present and asking yourself, like, does this feel right? And trusting the answer that you hear. Mm-hmm. And for people that have gate 57, if you're not comfortable with saying that you are intuitive, we like to encourage you to say, okay, well, can you agree with us that you have really good instincts about things? Because your instincts and your intuition, guess what? Surprise, they're the same thing coming from your spleen. So <laughs> if you feel like, yeah, like I always have really good instincts. Like when I feel something, I just do it and it's right for me. Like that's this gate. That's, that's your intuition. And that's coming from your spleen. Um, and so it really is about having this mantra. Like I don't need to be anxious and live in the future and be afraid of what's going to happen. Or I don't need to hold myself back because I'm afraid of how it's going to turn out for me in the future. I just have to be present. And if I find myself having that anxiety and thinking in the future, that's the fear signpost. Like, okay, I'm having that fear and anxiety. Let me do this. Let me come back to my present moment and just be in my body right now. What's in my environment around me? And how does my body feel about that thing? And knowing that when you live in that state of presence, of always being in tune with what your body is feeling about what's around you, you will always be guided in that present moment to do the right thing. So it really is just trusting once again, that that is how you, your energy works in the present moment and saying, you know, whatever comes, like, I know that I'll be there and I'll be ready and I'll be able to listen to myself. And I trust that the universe will guide me through my instincts, through my intuition in that present moment. And I don't have to feel this fear. And that's really how you kind of transcend. And so people who are living in the highest expression all the time, they're like, yeah, I don't have to worry about the future. I'm just right here right now. How do I feel? I'm going for it. Do I feel this thing that's going to happen? Great. I'm going to say it, or I'm going to do something about it in this present moment. And really just knowing that it's all good. And that if you can just be present and listen to yourself, 
you can stay in this highest expression and kind of live there. And that's really how you feel that sense of empowerment. And people at Gate 57 are here to lead us into the future, but through the present moment. So really knowing that there is only now. And honestly, anyone with this gate, I encourage you to read the book, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Um, Once again, Jared has this gate as one of his sun gates. And that book was so meaningful for him, like really helping him to understand that there really is only now and that the future is an illusion that hasn't happened yet. And that you're able to have an amazing future and plan for the future and keep yourself safe and happy in the future when you allow yourself to be present and listen to your body right now. Mm. Yes. And I just want to say human design talks a lot about with gate 57, something like really using your right ear for <laughs> tuning into your intuition. This kind of, I, I feel like it's silly, but I mean, I'm sure there's so many people out there who are like, yes, my right ear gets little pitches or something. I don't know, because we don't have this gate. So you know, <laughs> we can only just tell you what we have experienced um, through our readings and through meeting with people and through the people that we know with this gate. But it does say that if you're wanting to turn up the volume on your intuition, Try experimenting with listening with your right ear to hear what people are actually saying to not, not just the words they're saying, but what they actually are saying and the meaning and what's actually right for them or wrong for them. Um, so I just want to encourage you to see if that's something that helps you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause your right ear is your intuitive ear. So you're not just hearing the physical things they're saying, you're hearing the underlying vibrations. You're hearing the frequency around it. You're really opening yourself up to that intuition that speaks to you through those feelings in your body instead of the physical things that you're hearing. Um, okay. So next gate and last gate that we want to talk about is gate 63, which is the gate of doubt. And I know this gate very well because it's one of my moon gates and people who have this gate, the highest expression of it is that they have a healthy sense of skepticism and they do not take things for face value. They instead take things in and look a little bit deeper and really question the inconsistencies they see in that thing or in the pattern of that thing. And that is something that they are here to do. And it's not negative at all for them to look deeper into things and to say, wait a minute, is that actually true? Someone said it is, but is it? So you can see where that's a really powerful thing, because if we were all just taking things at face value, it makes it easy for us to really have the the veil over our eyes. But people who have this, this gate, they are contributing by saying, wait, let me look a little deeper. Let me experiment and pick this apart and find what sticks, find what is true. So that's the highest expression of this gate. And the fear side or the lowest expression is taking this doubt and turning it inward and using it on yourself. So if you have this gate and you find yourself wanting to do something, but you're just doubting that it will work out or, or knowing that you have these gifts that you want to share, but doubting if they're good enough, or even if you have this gate and you keep hearing these voices of doubt from other people in your head. So, you know, if you really feel like it's right for you to move to Costa Rica, but you hear your parents' voice saying like, oh my God, well, they're going to get Zika virus from mosquitoes and like all of these like crazy things. You allowing those doubts from other people in your head 
is the negative expression of this of this gate. And it's really not helpful in, in any way for you to be doubting yourself or to be using this gift inward. This gate is only meant to be used outwardly on collective systems, on projects that you're looking at, on a business that you're working on or your own business. Um, it's really when it's in its highest expression, it's because you're projecting it outside of yourself onto something else. And when it's in its lowest expression, it's because you're projecting it inside onto yourself. So the signpost here with gate 63 is you're doubting yourself and you have this fear that like, you're not good enough. It's not going to work. You want to do this thing, but you're just not sure about it. That's the signpost. Okay. I'm using this gate in on myself. And what I need to do to transcend this and embody the highest expression is actively choosing to take my awareness and to focus this outside on something else. So with some of these gates, like gate 63, we even say you can have like a physical practice of journaling and say, okay, I'm going to choose an idea, a topic that I'm learning about or something that, you know, has been coming up for me and I'm going to really dissect it and I'm going to look into it and I'm going to really break it down and see what of this is actually true and what of it is not true. Um, and just doing that exercise or even just knowing, having the awareness, oh, I'm using this on my insides. I need to turn it back out and put it on my outsides. Um, that really can help you. <laughs> you better see my insides and outsides. Yeah. <laughs> but that's true. That's true. And it's just knowing that this energy is wanting to be used. You're meant to use this energy of doubting things in a healthy way. So if you are using it in an unhealthy way on yourself, um, to know like, okay, hold on, this is that energy. It's wanting to be used. So let me use it and mm -hmm. let me write journal about something or watch a documentary and then research about that topic and see like, is this actually true? Um, what I love about people with gate 63 is that they are thought leaders in that they are able to really, um, elicit trust from other people. People really trust them because they know that whatever they're telling them is true. Like they've gotten to the bottom of it. And I really see that in our relationship because you have this defined mind and I don't, and I don't have gate 63. So if you tell me something, I'll be like, you'll say like, Oh, it's here and here and here's where I found it. And you tell me all these reasons. And I'm like, awesome. Cool. I know I don't need to go and look up all this stuff because I trust it's this energetic thing where, so my point is, is that people really need this from you. If you have this gate, it is a gate of leadership. And, um, there's a lot of conditioning around, you know, you shouldn't be skeptical or like, you know, you can, you can be told that you question things too much as a kid. And so to really know, no, this isn't my highest good. This is for other people. This allows people to trust me more. Um, and this is how I lead or one of the ways that I lead. So let me focus it outside of myself and use the highest expression. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the ways that I find truth. And truth is a funny word to me because there are are so many different lenses of truth. There's so many different aspects of truth. Every individual can have their own version of truth. And so it's really about being authentic here and saying, okay, I'm diving into this thing and I'm finding my truth. And that is valid. And knowing that, you know, someone else might have a different truth. Any Anything that you have with your defined mind, any definition in your mind, it's about knowing, okay, this is my opinion or this is my truth that I found. 
but knowing, okay, other people can have a different version of truth and that's okay. It's just, is my truth authentic for me? And have I done the work to exercise this gate and live in its highest expression and find my truth? So with all of the gates that you have in your body graph, it's important for you to be using all of them in every aspect of your life. So if you have a gate that you've been ignoring and you didn't realize that you had it, maybe it's subconscious for you, or maybe you had conditioning against this quality and you thought it was a bad quality. And so you, you didn't identify with it. Um, any of those gates that you're not using are going to creep in and that energy is going to want to be used in some way. So it can happen in kind of the lowest expression. So that's why it's so powerful to have awareness of what all of your gates are and what they really mean. And not only um, the highest expression, but understanding kind of these signposts of, oh, I need to really have put some work in here and just use my awareness to shift this. So we do think it's so important to really focus on the highest expressions and to know this is what, these are the tools that I have so that I am empowered to really embody the highest expression of what I'm here to do. Yes. And it's also why we really recommend getting a reading. If you, you know, if you resonate with a reader, go get a reading, get your chart read, really understand, you know, the highest expressions of these things and these signposts that you're here to look for to really have the practice of experimenting with your human design. Um, so yeah, I just want to encourage you guys to dive in, to do the practice, to not just have it be information in your life, but to really allow it to be transformation in your life. Um, and these practices are life changing. And when you have a job or when you have a, you know, situation in your life, relationships or whatever circumstance where you're using some of your gifts, some of your gates that you have awareness of, it feels good. And it feels like, okay, I could do this. I'm into this job or I'm into this relationship or I'm into this thing. But over time, you're going to feel like something's missing or you're going to get burnt out or you're going to feel like, what is this even all for? And that's because you're not being able to show up as your full self with all of your gifts, all of your gates and channels every single day. That really is the goal. And the way that you get there is by using your strategy and authority every single day and really checking in, you know, whatever that is, am I responding? Am I being super present? Am I, you know, waiting for the invitation or am I informing whatever your strategy is and really using your authority to make those decisions that are energetically correct for you. And when you do that, naturally life brings you situations where you're able to use the highest expression of all of these gifts. So you don't have to go searching and say, where's a job that lets me use these 20 gifts that I have, but instead having awareness, like these are my 20 gifts that I'm here to really embody the highest. These are, this is the highest expression. And now let me use my strategy and authority. And just with that awareness alone, literally you magnetically pull to you the things that are supportive, that bring fulfillment and success and peace and um, satisfaction and all of the things surprise to your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we are super excited because we actually just created and launched um, a new offering about these gates. So a lot of people, when they try to read on their own about gates, 
the information out there is just so confusing and like elaborate sometimes, even in the human design book, which is the only book that we really recommend by Ra Aruhu and Linda Bunnell. Um, even in this book, when you look up the gates, it's like this huge paragraph that like talks in a million circles about what this energy <laughs> is. So it can be kind of confusing, like, okay, my gates are so important. I want to know more about them, but like, where do I find this information? So the most in-depth place that you can find that information is always going to be a reading, like a live one-on-one reading with Shana and I, or with whatever reader that you're wanting to work with. But also in our printed booklets, we do break it down your most important gates and channels. And it's a lot more simplified and kind of to the point. So that's another really good way. And then we just created this new offering that is an affirmation activation card. So on this card, it has your most important gates, your sun gates and your earth gates and um, the most important ones. And there are these affirmations that help you embody naturally the highest expression of these gates. And they're on a card that is a triangle so that the geometric energy of that triangle is helping you activate these energies And you using them and saying them out loud and using your voice, your throat chakra is your manifestation center. So we are telling you guys all the time, use your voice, talk to the universe, say you're ready to use your gifts. So we wanted to create this for you guys to really break down your most powerful gates and really show you, okay, here's the main essence that you are embodying when you embody the highest expression and having them on this card where you can say them every day and you can make a ritual of your, for yourself of using your voice, declaring these affirmations and allowing the universe to really support you in you embodying this highest expression. Mm-hmm. So we are super excited about those. We've mm-hmm. been using them in our own lives and we just thought like we have to share this with people. It's so um, helpful because so much stuff online about the gates is just so overwhelming and confusing. Yeah. So just to clarify, it has your sun gates, your earth gates, your moon gates, your north node gates, and your Jupiter gates. And it doesn't have a long paragraph on each one of those. It has your affirmations to embody the highest expression of that gate and that quality. So it really is powerful and we're excited to see how it helps transform your lives because it has seriously transformed ours by having the awareness, by having quick, easy ways to express what it is that we're wanting to embody and what it is that we're wanting the universe to help us embody and experience our most successful, abundant, joyful, loving, connected selves, lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're super excited about those and you guys can order them on our website, daylunalife.com. That is also where you can go to book a reading with us. You can email us there on our website, hello at daylunalife.com. And as you guys know, you can find us on Instagram at dayluna. And yeah, we are so excited to have this continued growth and to be able to offer something new to you guys and to keep expanding and to make human design more accessible and easier for you guys. Mm -hmm. And I did want to just say on the note of readings that a lot of you guys have reached out because we don't have that much availability and it's because we've been booking out a few months in advance. So if you've gone on our website and seen that there's no availability for you right now, it's because we 
are booking out like two and a half months in advance right now. So if you have been wanting to get a reading, I do recommend booking it sooner than later because you're still going to have to wait a little bit of time, which does suck because we want to meet with you all right now every single day. We love meeting with all of you. It's honestly, it gives us so much life and joy witnessing you and seeing your gifts and hearing about your your stories and empowering you to really step into your fullest, brightest self. So we love you guys. We love meeting with you. We're sorry if it takes a little bit of time to get to meet face to face, but we have so many offerings in between like these affirmation cards, like our podcast. We try our best to give as much free information as we can on here for you guys, because um, it is deeply, deeply our mission and our heart to bring these transformative teachings and tools to the collective in a way that's easy to understand, fun and real. So thank you guys for always just being there and, um, connecting with us. We love you and let us know if you have any questions, reach out, stay connected and thanks so much for tuning in.